by Riverside. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, listeners. Welcome to the second episode of Talking Justice. My name is Mariam L. F., and yours truly will be the host of this very podcast. After getting to know us a bit more from our pilot episode, in today's episode, we're talking about pursuing law school. With us today is Advika Gimawat. Hi. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Would you like to give your brief interview- introduction? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hi everyone, I'm Advika. I'm an Indian international student at the University of Glasgow in Scotland. I am a second year common law student right now pursuing my honours degree. That's great to hear. So, how are you? How's everything been? I'm good, how are you? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, great. So, we'll get straight to it. So, um, Advika, if I may, when did you start your law journey or how did you start it? Um, this was actually quite sudden. This wasn't anything planned per se. I started in 2021 uh, when my exams, because of the whole COVID situation, our exams were cancelled and they decided to, you know, do some separate sort of marking. So the, the entire focus was on now, where am I going to college? What am I planning on doing? And I honestly did not know what to do. I had no like plans or anything. We were just looking at various prospects, but none of them really worked out. So then we kind of stumbled upon the idea of law um, and like I was having a chat with my parents about this and they were like, you know, uh, basically the reason why I chose law per se was because it's a strong base degree and I had no idea what I want to do. So I ideally wanted something through which I could basically enter various industries. So considering it's a strong degree, there's multiple applications, it's used in basically each and every industry. It seemed like a good option and plus my dad's actually in the legal sector. Uh. Uh, for quite some time so I thought I could get guidance from him also in all matters so yeah that's how law happened wow okay that's good I guess like yeah it's it's sort of it's sort of different because I like for some people they always are talking about oh yeah I want to do this since I was a child you know so it's nice to hear that you know you don't always plan like you don't always have to start such a young age you know you can still enjoy and have some time to think about it and Mm -hmm. So, okay, you mentioned that your dad was in the legal practice, right? So, was there, so did you sort of always had at least some sort of interest or were you like, you know what, I've seen this person, maybe I could give it a try? Mm -hmm. Or was it just like, or was it your parents who was like, hey, hey, this is like a good decision? And then you were like, oh yeah, this is a good decision. For me, uh, I won't say that I particularly had a lot of interest in law. I would say like, yeah, I knew okay, it's a field and my dad does it and whatever. <laughs> but uh, for me, the thing that made the decision a lot more easier was the fact that I wasn't going into something completely blind. I knew what law is basically about, what my life is going to be like if I were to continue with this profession. So I knew pretty much sort of like I had a basic idea of what I was getting into. So that's why it felt like a safer option per se, considering my dad has been in the field. I had a basic sort of idea of it. And yeah, I mean, I had seen him doing it all this time. So I was like, okay, I think I kind of get what it's about. So maybe I can put my hand into this. So it was pretty much like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that sounds great. So, well, okay. So getting into law school, Mm -hmm. how did you feel? 
Wow, <laughs> once I was applying and stuff like that, everything was um, considering there's a lot of competitive exams you have to give. I was one of like you can say the lucky people because of COVID, uh, my university removed the LNAT requirements, so I didn't have to give a lot of competitive exams. University of Glasgow was always my first option. So uh, considering the whole ratings and all of that mm. of the university, the rankings. So once I entered, that's when I was like. For the first a month or so, I was like, "Oh my god, I have messed this up. I have literally, I have single-handedly ruined my life. What have I done to myself?" So yeah, it was extremely daunting at first because of the kind of readings you have to do when, like, you know, the seminars, the lectures, everything. It was the way it just hits you, like the difference between high school and college life, and that to law, like a subject that is as rigorous as law. I was like, "Oh my god, I have, I've just single-handedly ruined my life." I'm done for for the next four years, but yeah, if you give it some time and like you take it slowly and all of that, you start to actually enjoy the subject. I'll say. So yeah, <laughs> so there's, there's a single line. I think somewhere over there, there's a single line. You'll get used to it, guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, did it take you a long time, or like we're just like you know what? I have no choice. I just might as well enjoy it while I'm here. Or how did you? How did you take things in control? Mm-hmm. I mean, in the beginning, that's what I thought that might as well just do it because there's always and if anybody listening over here, if they're already in college and if you feel, if you feel like dropping out, you're not the only one. Literally, the entire law department is thinking of dropping out every second of the day. <laughs> they're like, should we just leave this? But yeah, for uh, I think it took me around two or three months. Mm. I'll be honest to get used to the whole concept of not just law for that matter. The thing is, college life in UK is extremely difficult in the sense that you are left completely independent. You have to cook for your own. You have to clean up after your own. You have to, in terms of everything, and it's very different from my life back in India, mm. because there, considering like labor is cheap, you can basically get anything and everything done over here. Right now, I have to wash my own clothes. I have to clean my own room. I sound like a spoiled brat, but trust me, it's different. No. So yeah, and like cooking on my own, I don't know how to make like simple noodles and stuff. Mm. So for me, it was like I have to start fresh. So that being homesick, the food you don't like, the food over here because of the whole you know spices aspect of it. For for me, it was mostly just like. Getting into that college environment for me that was a lot more difficult than law school per se because I knew what I was getting into. But yeah, that being said, um, even the law thing wasn't as easy. I had to get used to the idea of reading so much. I am not the kind of person who studies every single day. <laughs> I am the person who studies periodically in a week and then I can ace my papers. But over here, if you don't study every single day. You are gonna flunk your course. You are. You have to study every day. That's that's vital for law school. So yeah, it took me around three or four months, but I finally started like understanding the whole pace of it, started getting used to it. And yeah, it's gonna take some time, but you you'll get there. You'll get there. That's what I'm saying. I'm not gonna lie. Even I feel very much scared right now of just yeah. the whole law school thing. So like completely understandable. Yeah, it's it's. Insane! Like you hear a lot of people always being, always talking about how, you know, like guys, you always have to read. You like if you can't read, yeah. like don't even think about it. But like, is it mm-hmm. like, it's I, like for me because I I too want to pursue law school, right? So mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Is it so for me in a way I know it's so it's going to be challenging like I can already envision yeah. myself just crying at least once a week because of law <laughs> school because of the readings but it like yeah. is it it is a very academic fulfilling yeah. subject yeah, right it is definitely yeah. definitely even for a person who's not interested in law once you get into it the kind of case studies you talk about the kind of arguments that are happening out there you talk like when you talk about that the kind of real world issues we are pretty much tackling with right now when you find out about that be it the old cases or be it like the current ones it's very academically fulfilling like you're going to at some point you're going to start feeling super interested super invested into the cases it's definitely academically stimulating i'd say that <laughs> well definitely you're going to enjoy your time if you're into cases like that yeah it's uh, for sure i feel like it just i honestly for me as an outsider like as someone who's just been looking up law school and just like seeing how other people experience it i feel like it just depends on like like correct me if i'm mistaken like it depends on mm-hmm. just like who you are like what you prioritize right or like how how does it go um i would say if i'm getting your question correctly i would say that um what i see like in terms of my journey is that you're not going to like each and every aspect of law there's going to be some modules some specificity some fields you're going to absolutely hate you'd be like why do i have to study this this is so boring this is so theoretical i don't like it and even for that matter there's so many people who get into this thinking they're going to love criminal law because that's what we usually see in like films and tv shows and that kind of stuff like it's going to be like suits <laughs> it is like suits but at a very higher stage of life not right now right now it's just mostly just you know trying to survive uh, but yeah i would say that there's something for everyone mm-hmm. for sure a person like me i don't like land law i don't understand it but if it's about geopolitics mm-hmm. if it's about immigration law if it's about international law i am all in I'm all in over there. So there's definitely going to be stuff like that. You're going to like some of the fields, you won't like the other fields and that's completely normal. That's what they expect you to behave like pretty much like that is going to happen. So yeah, you're definitely going to find your thing and then you can take that forward. That's yeah. very encouraging to hear for like everyone honestly like even yeah. i'm sure even if some of my friends were interested in law cuz in our school there's quite a big group of people actually who who wants to pursue mm-hmm. law so you know so we're trying to we have in our school we have like this mock trial club and we've uh-huh. mostly been entering competitions for history and it's just it feels like it's like it feels very like closed off or like it feels like there's only a certain amount of topics that you can really discuss but you know like reading mm-hmm. about law in universities seeing what you'll study and even hearing it from you it seems that there's really there's quite a lot of options for a lot of people there's a lot to it definitely yeah so yeah. okay so there's a lot of options you get into law, you get into law school you see there's this like so many options do you is it vital that you take each and every one of them or like are there only a few ones that you'll choose or how does it go um see what i'll say is if you're talking about modules again depends from university to university most of them have like three or four compulsory modules that you have to study because they are vital for you to understand the whole legal profession that's what that's how it works i guess you have to choose maybe four or five um, major modules and then there's that one optional module where you actually get to choose rest all is like kind of like compulsory so it's kind of mm. enforced on you 
uh but yeah if you're talking in terms of like um graduate prospects in terms of where you want to go in terms of your profession you don't really have to choose one mm. mostly people take a combination of two fields in law maybe they're taking entertainment law and they're taking sports law so they want to deal with all things netflix <laughs> amazon prime but at the same time deal with like the sports companies fifa that kind of stuff so there's definitely that you can make uh, you can make your own clubs like in the sense that you can make your own options mm. you can do three or four fields together you can specialize in a single one or a, like in two if you want this joint honors programs as well so it's pretty much whatever you like however you like you can make your own pairings you can do a single honors if you want yeah so it, it's quite in the sense that it's very fluid you can pretty much make your own combinations decide how you want to go about it that's that's definitely a plus that's point. actually mm-hmm. really amazing like for yeah. like i think for a lot of high school students right now everyone thinks it's sort of because there's just there's so much pressure especially if you're mm-hmm. in a certain yeah. curriculum it's just like you have to choose this subject to get into this and it's just it's very challenging and i feel as if for quite a lot of students they get before they even get into law school they they read stuff about it and they're they study all these topics and then during the law school they actually study and then they're they sort of think after you graduate law school is you know even i even i thought that was how that's how it is you have to choose one and then that's it of course there's always the option mm-hmm. to switch but it's very difficult but yeah. it's very nice to hear that it's actually so flexible so you know for me i might be wrong because i never experienced law school obviously but for me it seems as if like you in a way there is some sort of freedom like you don't really have that much like like obviously it's very challenging and you have to prioritize times to study for law but there's in a way like you said it was academic academically fulfilling and at the end it's sort of you get this sort of freedom i guess or like this flexibility in what you want to do like take your i guess your career a step further right yeah mm-hmm. oh yeah for sure the thing is i think this is something a lot of people need to understand the reason why people say that law is hard is because what they are teaching you in in school like in college does not directly relate to what you're going to be doing in terms of your work opportunities in school basically what they're trying to teach you is how to make an argument how to like prove your point per se work experience is where you get the idea of like what you want to do further mm-hmm. what are like your possible interests in the field and for that is something that the universities completely understand in fact there's like graduate schemes out there there's vacation schemes out there so that's the entire purpose they want you to go out there do work opportunities and figure out what exactly you like or you don't like and again as i said you can choose whatever combination you want i know people out there like in the industry have some networking and all of that there's so many people who have like four or five major wow <laughs> pathways in the sense that they're they're working with four or five major avenues in law they they're working in real estate but they're also working with immigration and stuff like that so yeah pretty much you can make any combination you want as long as it's some way related and the university is definitely going to help you with all of this that's amazing that's generally amazing yeah like i'm i've seen some people commenting you know like the working is actually so different from what they teach you in school and it's sort of like yeah. i guess you also have to take in consideration the fact like you're not just doing school you're also doing internships you're also doing other projects that yeah. will actually you know help you and contribute to what you learn uh, to be a lawyer an attorney or whatever you want in the future so okay 
let's shift it back a bit mm, before you know graduating so mm-hmm. during law school you again you have to study a lot of times but obviously especially yeah. if you're an international student or if you're someone who came from a different fa- different family from a different country and you're moving away from your family how do you do it how do you keep your focus or how do you how do you how do you make sure you still you're still spending time with your family your friends while still making mm-hmm. sure you have time for you and your studies and other um commitments that you have firstly i think um what what's important like at least for me was for me family time alone time that's really important for me i'm an introvert <laughs> i i need my personal space but at the same time i want to socialize i don't want to be like a yeah loner yeah. of course i, I want to have friends and stuff i also want to spend time with my family and being indian families you have to speak to them every single day or they're going to be like completely panic what's going on over there you're not calling us so for me i think the first thing was to accept the fact that you cannot give equal time to each and every aspect of it yeah. there's going to be days where you cannot give yourself any alone time rather than when you're sleeping or there's going to be days like times when you haven't spoken to your family maybe in a week because of work so i think it's really important that we accept the fact that you cannot give every aspect equal time now that being said i feel like there's just small habits that you can inculcate in your life that that's really going to help you so for me i think the first thing was to make an online timetable which mm-hmm. i can access from all my devices which basically has the information of all my academic related stuff like when do i have my classes when do i have my seminars yeah. any of my work experiences any of the meetings i have to take up and any even social events for that matter if i have to meet my friend i add that in my timetable so it gives me an idea that okay this is how my week is this is how busy i am today and plus law school to some extent is just so fast paced you start forgetting stuff that oh oh my god i had this event as well so it's really important that you keep everything collated in one place i feel like that's something that definitely helps mm. and another tip that i would give is multitasking mm. that is vital if you can multitask you're you're pretty much true so like in my case when we are talking about this i am multitask family time and alone time in the sense that i have three meals in a day like three major meals in a day and then this snacks right so i have breakfast with a friend of mine or with a flatmate of mine so I'm, yeah. like there's that whole bonding thing going on like talking with a friend and you know sharing interest I usually have lunch with my par- like as like on a video yeah. call with my parents because of the whole time uh, difference yeah. issue so when I'm having lunch I just give them a quick video call and we are talking but like during that time I'm having my lunch and then during dinner time because that's when you're all wind down you've finished all your stuff I spend that time mostly alone mm. like while maybe watching a film watching TV in my bed like all comfy <laughs> and then once I'm done with my meal and like that whole alone time aspect of it and I just go to sleep. So I usually divide my meals according to that. That really helps me if I'm multitasking, if I'm if maybe if I'm commuting to the university and that's when I'm calling my mom. That also can help because I have I spoke to her and like we had our all our family <laughs> thing and getting all the latest highlights of my family out there in India. So yeah, I think multitasking is something that pretty pretty much saved me in this sense. Yeah, in terms of family time and alone time, for sure. Yeah, that's that's good. I guess that is good. I guess it also comes down to uh, as well as time management. You know, just knowing. Oh yeah, when, for sure. When you're free, knowing when you're able to call them, mm-hmm. you know. So that's that's great. Okay, so 
we're almost coming to a close. It's been really amazing hearing a bunch of stuff from you, hearing, learning more about law school, about how, you know, a how, how a law student divides her time. And it's, it's been amazing. It's been really great. So here, before we end off, is there one tip that you can give to anybody wanting to pursue law school? Generally about anything? Mm, I don't think anything can be divided into one single tip. And if I were <laughs> to give one, I think it's pretty generic. Everybody knows start reading. Just start if you don't already start reading, the entire course, this entire field is just dependent on reading. <laughs> Start reading, start annotating, start summarizing text. That's going to save you a lot of time in law school because everything from your coursework to your personal studying time to your exams, everything is dependent on reading cases, reading academic commentaries. And some of these are like 200 to 300 pages long. Oh you God. cannot like sit there and read the entire thing in the time the exam, right? So start inculcating the habit of reading, annotating text, summarizing it, finding out the main points, that's definitely going to take you through the whole degree in a breeze if you can nail that aspect of it. That's definitely an important skill. It's vital, for sure. And another thing I would say is in terms of graduate prospects and stuff, I'm not saying that ignore your marks <laughs> or something, but I would say prioritize internships and work opportunities over your academics to some extent. Because the thing with marks is most people over here, if they pretty much try hard, you can get like a two is to one or two is to two, like mm -hmm. you can get the higher grade. But the thing is what I have personally experienced is in all these companies and all these firms, all these work opportunity related things, projects and stuff, they are looking for people who already have the skill mm -hmm. because they cannot possibly spend all of that time like training a person, molding them into the kind of skills that they need for the project. So it's really important that you start from scratch start from year one itself start doing like you don't have to do it every year maybe <laughs> in a sense like you don't have to do it the entire year you can maybe do like one or two projects in a year during the vacations or something start um early like start all these work opportunities internships early start building your skills as it comes that's definitely going to help you find more opportunities and it's definitely vital in terms of graduate prospects that you already have those skills with you that's great Sure. That's great. Thank you. So everybody, read your classes, read your books, and then find your yep. work opportunities. Okay, and that is it for today's episode. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much. And everybody, thank you so much for listening to the second episode of Talking Justice. Logging out, Mariam Alaf. Enjoy your day.